Moderna shares are down right now over 6%. The rest of the market is lower too, but the vaccine makers have had a little bit of a string of rough news the last 24 hours. Let's bring in Hartaj Singh back with us to talk about these stocks. He's equity analyst at Oppenheimer covering the companies. Hartaj, always great to have you here. Thanks for being here this morning. Thank you all, always a pleasure. So let's start with what we heard yesterday that these companies may not be able to have patents around the vaccines. How important is that? Was that a surprise? And how will we be kind of monitoring how that story develops? Yeah, Oliver. So, you know, I think that was a surprise if you weren't really paying attention to the conversation happening uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, and worldwide. Uh, I believe India and a couple other countries had started the process of trying to, um, you know, loosen the patents in October of last year. We went through something like this during the HIV pandemic in the early 90s. So if you've not been paying attention, this is a surprise. If you have been paying attention, this should not be a surprise. Um, essentially, you know, for the benefit of, you know, human beings all over the planet, um, um, you know, American innovation should be loosened up is the argument. Um, now, now, that is a headline, you know, is a great argument. It also is not good for companies like Moderna or Pfizer BioNTech as a headline. But let's just talk about the PNL and what the impact is on numbers. And the impact is, um, you know, minor if, if zero at best, because manufacturing mRNA vaccines right now is analogous to doing rocketry uh, in human beings. So rocket science, uh, literally rocket science. And just saying, all right, we lay out our blueprints on how to build a rocket doesn't mean that within a month or six months or 12 months, somebody, you know, somewhere in the world will be able to build a, you know, a rocket. So it's the same issue right now. And then the second issue is raw materials. Uh, raw materials for making these vaccines are at a premium right now. And Moderna and Pfizer BioNTech have pretty much wrapped, uh, got that, got the supply wrapped up right now. Mm. Okay, now for the earnings. Uh, for Moderna in particular, how do they miss the top line expectations here, Hartaj? You know, um, they actually uh, beat our expectations. So, you know, okay. um, we uh, we had about uh, 1.7, 1.8 billion for the quarter. Uh, I was puzzled why the street was, um, uh, you know, so high. There might have been a couple of sell side estimates that might have been too high. Um, uh, also, you know, the second quarter estimate uh, is probably a little bit too high, which is why the stock is weak today, because that's probably going to come down. You know, we've only got 2.2 billion. Bloomberg has, I believe, 4.6 billion. So, um, you know, we said that the ramp would be very sharp, but later during this year, and that's how we've modeled it, because of, again, raw material constraints. Moderna has said that uh, they will be production constrained until April, May, and raw material constraints are the biggest issue, which is why you should model, you know, a slow and steady ramp up. Uh, apparently others were not listening, and so they were surprised. Uh, we were not surprised. I think this is just, uh, kind of a minor volatility based on numbers being adjusted for the second quarter, but I still think they will, you know, blow away numbers for the year overall. So what are you looking for to see uh, if that is going to come to fruition? Is this about volumes for vaccines? Is uh, this about uh, a cutback in uh, any uh, expenses or uh, anything uh, sort of on the margin? Where does the big growth come from here on the bottom line? Uh, all were two issues here, right, which is competition. Um, you know, that thesis, their thesis has kind of gone away. I mean, the European Union just put out, uh, you know, their thoughts a couple of weeks ago saying they will most likely not renew the contracts for AstraZeneca and J&J &J next year uh, past the pandemic. So this is becoming a mRNA vaccine world. And right now it's a duopoly for, you know, better or worse. But um, uh, as long as that is concerned, uh, you know, concerning, that's very important. Now, 
um, as Moderna and Pfizer BioNTech scale up and deliver more vaccines, by definition, the average price will come down. That's usually how it works in pharma. As you give drugs to more people, you know, the, the price comes down. Uh, I do think that, um, yeah, you know, uh, going forward, uh, this duopoly will probably serve the, um, you know, the worldwide market starting next year and will be less production constrained. The other thing to kind of keep in mind is, um, you know, the speed and the flexibility of this platform is pretty unmatchable right now. And with new variants and booster shots needed probably in the future, uh, I think older platforms are basically going to go away starting next year. And this will be, you know, Moderna and Pfizer BioNTech's market. Among these stocks right now, uh, which companies are the most compelling for investors? We saw Pfizer had some pretty great numbers outside of uh, the vaccines as well. I mean, just a huge pipeline and uh, or, or rather a huge existing suite of, of products still in demand. Does that separate them from Moderna uh, and Moderna kind of being viewed as more of a pure play on vaccines? And has that factor into which one you like more? Yeah, um, you know, Oliver, we've actually not been pounding the table on biopharma in general. I don't cover Pfizer. I'm a biotech analyst. Uh, it's a very good company, and there are many great analysts that cover it. Um, uh, uh, but in biopharma in general, we've not been pounding the table for the last couple of months for two reasons, main reasons. And I still expect that to be a little bit of an overhang, these two reasons, for the next couple of months. One is, you know, the opening trade. So by definition, if you believe the economy is going to get a lot better through the summer and later this year, then you're probably going to take some profits off of you know COVID-19 related names and healthcare, et cetera, which benefited from that a lot last year. So if you're a big believer in that, uh, which you know a lot of a lot of people are, um, then you would probably be taking profits right now, which is what we're seeing in biopharma. Um, number two, you know, there's a Washington D.C. overhang. You know, there are uh, there's congressional hearings going on right now on drug pricing, other issues. Uh, this has been an overhang we've been pointing out for a couple of years, which is compressed multiples in biopharma. Hopefully, Washington, D.C. comes to a revolution, uh, resolution with that and we can move forward. But I think these two issues will continue to be a little bit of an overhang the next couple of months. Um, and, and I think second half of the year is when we really expect, you know, these stocks to start performing, um, including Moderna. Okay. All right. So looking for a little bit of a uh, delayed impulse, uh, perhaps here. Going to have to get its uh, feet back under it post earnings. Hartaj, thanks as always for the analysis. Thank you all. Always you. a pleasure. Hartosh Singh is equity analyst with a $206 outperforming price target on Moderna. Joining us from Oppenheimer.